0: Welcome to the Life Melbourne podcast. We're so glad you're joining us for another hope-filled message. We pray that you're encouraged by this powerful word from our Sunday service. Hey Life Church, I am so grateful to be able to come to you and bring God's word, especially in this season. You know, when you look towards a new year, you can't help but reflect and think about what's going to be going on in this coming year. And in these next few minutes, I want to share what I think is God's dream for you. And it's centered in a story in the book of Acts. And in this story, there's one sentence. It's one of the most profound sentences that has impacted my life. It comes out of Acts chapter 10, verse 34. And it's referring to Peter and the experience he has just had. And at the conclusion of this experience, here's what he says. Then Peter began to speak. I now realize how true it is that God And then the verse continues on. But it's that phrase, I now realize how true it is, that God. This is the leader of the church. And yet what he is saying is, you know, I didn't get it before. I didn't understand it. Now I get it. Now I really get it. There are principles and precepts in scripture and we know them, but we just kind of know them with our mind. And God wants to lead us into an experience where, like Peter, we would say, hey, you know, I thought I knew it. I thought I understand it. But now I really get it. I had a friend who understood the principle of you don't text on your phone and drive at the same time. And then he was in an accident, and it was his fault. Fortunately, nobody was hurt, but it could have been really bad. And I remember talking to him the next day, and he says, Joel, I get it. I now understand. I now get it. That's the transition, the transformation that God wants to take us through, where we get a new reality in 2022 that will be a catapult for our faith and our life with Jesus. It's the difference between watching a TV set when I was a little kid, the first TV set I watched, 25-inch, you know, the back of the TV set is, you know, a meter long and weighs a ton, ton, versus putting on a a few weeks ago, I put on a pair of virtual reality goggles. And all of a sudden, I was in the middle of it. And I'm fighting dinosaurs and jumping over volcanoes. It's, that's the contrast. God wants us to live a life with Him, led by the Holy Spirit, where we're not just watching a TV set, I know the principles. But we're actually living in His reality. And there is a new reality for us. My prayer is that in 2022, you will have so much of this more new reality from God. There's a verse in the New Testament. It's kind of a... Sad verse. It says, People embrace a form of godliness, but without its power. And God wants you to embrace all that He has for you His power and His presence. For Peter, his issue was he understood the principle of grace, but now he really fully understood it in the life of a Gentile. For you, it may be something else. Maybe some of you have heard the principle of you are a new creature in Christ, but you don't really get it. And every time you look in the mirror, you still see shame. Maybe some of you feel weak and you know the principle of the authority you have in Jesus, but you don't get it. But in 2022, God's going to lead you through an experience where you're going to go, Joel, I get it now. I really get the authority and the power that I have. Maybe for some of you, The principle, it is better and more blessed to give than to receive. You know it in principle. But God's gonna lead you through an experience where you would say, wow, it's real for me now. God has become so real. How does this take place? This transition where a principle, and if you've been in Christianity for any length of time and you've been attending church, you hear and you are taught the principles of Scripture in a wonderful way. But how do they become real real in our heart and our gut, that's what this story is about. This story is repeated two other times in the book of Acts. It's the longest story written in the book of Acts. And the reason being is because it's really, really important. Something changes in Peter's life forever. It's the same change that God wants to bring about in us. As we look forward to 2022 and we say, God, I don't want to just know the precept or the principle. I want it to be a reality in my life. So let's look at the story. And when we look at it, we're going to identify kind of a simple formula. Awareness plus experience equals a new reality. Acts chapter 10, starting in verse 9. Let me read it for you. About noon the following day, as they were on their journey and approaching the city, Peter went up on the roof to pray. Now, don't shortchange this. It's actually really an important part of the story. Peter is positioning himself for an awareness of what God is doing. He's not too busy with life around him. Verse 10, he became hungry and wanted something to eat. And while the meal was being prepared, he fell into a trance. He saw heaven opened and something like a large sheet being let down to earth by its four corners. God is giving him an understanding, at least the first step of it, of what God wants to do in his life. This sheet contained all kinds of four-footed animals, verse 12, as well as reptiles and birds. Then a voice told him, get up, Peter, kill and eat. Surely not, Peter replied. I have never eaten anything impure or unclean. The Old Testament laws would not allow Peter to eat these foods. They were unclean. But he has this dream of this sheet full of these foods and a voice saying, Peter, open buffet. Eat away. And Peter, being a religiously devout follower of God, says, no, I'm not going to do this. It is wrong. Peter needs a new reality. Verse 15, the voice spoke to him a second time. Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. Peter, do not say you cannot do something that God has made a way for you to do. God is making a way for you. He's making a way for me, just like he was making a way for Peter. Verse 16, this happened three times. God really wants to get this message through to Peter. And immediately the sheet was taken back to heaven. While Peter was wondering about the meaning of this vision, so he doesn't fully get it. It happens in our lives. You don't fully understand what's going on. It's this process. These men, sent by Cornelius, found out where Simon's house was and stopped at the gate. And they called out, asking if Simon, who was known as Peter, was staying there. While Peter was still thinking about the vision, the spirit said to him, Simon, three men are looking for you, so get up and go downstairs, and do not hesitate to go with them, for I have sent them. Now the backstory to this is while Peter's having his vision, Cornelius, who is a Gentile, is also getting a message from God. And the message is, send men and bring Peter to your house. He has a message for you. Peter's going to bring the gospel to them. So Cornelius sends his men to Peter's house. And it's important, as we'll discover, that Cornelius doesn't go to Peter's house. Peter has to go to Cornelius' house. These men show up just as Peter's having his vision. God's putting all the pieces together. And then Peter does go to the house. And he goes into the house, which was radically countercultural. It was against the Jewish law for a Jewish person to go into a Gentile house. Cornelius is overwhelmed by that. Peter preaches the gospel to them and the whole household is saved. And that's in that context where Peter makes this statement. Look at verse 25. As Peter entered the house, Cornelius met him and fell at his feet in reverence. But Peter made him get up, stand up, he said. I'm only a man myself. And while talking with him, Peter went inside and found a large gathering of people. And he said to them, You are well aware that it is against our law for a Jew to associate or visit a Gentile. But God has shown me that I should not call anyone impure or unclean. And in this story, you have this simple formula. Peter needs an awareness of what God's doing. But then he needs an experience. Oftentimes, we're just looking for the awareness. But we don't actually have the experience that goes with it. That gives us that new reality. So let's first look at the awareness. God is so much more active in our lives than we think he is. He's so much more involved than we're aware of that. You get this in this story. There are dreams, there are angel speakings, there are visions of what's going on. But oftentimes in our life, our natural life kind of buries the spiritual dimension and we just get really busy with stuff. So we know we've got this thing called Christianity and we kind of go through the right practices. But there is another dimension that God wants to bring us into this new reality. I said it before, Peter went on the roof to pray. It was part of his regular practice. He made it part of his daily habit where he wanted to know what God was doing. Prayer is when we bring our requests to God. But it is so much more than that. It's at the essence of what our relationship with God is. And prayer allows us to view God's reality. I can't diminish this at all. You've got to understand this. As you look at 2022, prayer begins with that awareness and it gives you a revelation of what God is doing. Too often times when we have difficulties in our life or hardships, we're looking for answers before we look for revelation. Think of the story of Lazarus. Jesus goes to Lazarus. Lazarus is dead already. And his sisters come out and they say, if only you had been here. Now, Jesus is bringing the solution to Lazarus. He knows he's going to raise Lazarus from the dead, but he doesn't go straight to the tomb. He looks at the sisters and he said, I am the resurrection and the life. Do you believe this? You see, there's a problem. Lazarus is dead. There is a solution. Lazarus will be raised. But in between the problem and the solution, there is a revelation. I am the resurrection and the life. Do you believe this? Peter has a problem. He doesn't see the gospel going to Gentiles. There is a solution, a new reality for him about who God is for all people. But in between there there is a revelation, an awareness. God wants to give you a revelation in 2022. A revelation that is just for you, just unique to your life. And he is at work to do that. But you got to have to stop the noise and stop the clutter, and listen, and engage with the Holy Spirit. You get this awareness. Once you have the awareness, that leads you to an experience, because Peter just didn't get the whole revelation sitting on the roof. No, God was at work, in a sense, setting up this experience that he needed. And experiences come to us, really, in two ways. Like this story It's God who directs us into experiences and asks us to take steps of faith. And then sometimes life just throws experiences at us. And God is not the source of those experiences, but God is in control. And in both ways, God will use the experience for our greater good and for his glory in bringing us to that same place where Peter brought to Oh, I now get it. I didn't understand compassion before, but now it's a reality for me. I didn't understand authority before. Wow, I now get it. I didn't understand peace of mind before, but now I get it. Whatever new reality you want, you have an awareness of what God's doing, but then you have to have this experience. Like I said, Peter had to go to Cornelius because experiences and life lessons happen while we do life while we're engaged with God. In 2022, God is setting you up with experiences. And to the level that you engage those experiences, to the level that you say, God, you and I are in this together, is to the level that you discover a whole new dimension of who he is in your life. But this story teaches us that these experiences will have a certain amount of characteristics that we have to be willing to embrace because if we're not ready for them, we'll shut the experience down. You'll notice in this story that the experience Peter had, it was a mystery. And your experience in 2022 will be a measure of mystery to it. God only gives Peter partial understanding. Peter has all these questions. He doesn't fully know what's going on. Isn't it true That oftentimes we come to God when we are going through something that we don't understand and we have this question, God, why are you so secretive? And God looks back at us and he says, Joel, why do you always have to be in control? God knows that for us to have this new reality, this revelation, there's a choice we have. Control or Jesus? The vision that Peter got of the food was Peter having to give up control. Peter having to go to Cornelius' house. It says they had a meal afterwards. Guess what food they ate in Cornelius' house, the house of a Gentile. The food that was in that vision. You see, the new reality, it's not just taking a principle and making it real. It's taking a principle and discovering the person behind that. The new reality is in a personal encounter with Jesus, in a realm and in a depth that you haven't had before. Jesus didn't walk this earth and say, hey, listen, I know the way. He said, I am the way. I am the life. And God knows that we cannot change by ourselves. Peter initially argues against the dream, but God is teaching him to trust the person behind the promise so he will have this new reality. And to do that, you gotta let go of all of your control. A friend of mine, I didn't know her at this point, but when she was in university, just tragically, she was raped. Um, she recovered from it. A few years later, she married a wonderful Christian man, but she never told him about the rape. It was the one way she could kind of hold control. She was afraid if I tell him, how will he respond? How will he see me? She always carried this measure of shame and then she felt guilt that she wasn't sharing with her husband what had happened for 29 years. And finally, on their 29th wedding anniversary, she told her husband what had happened 33 years earlier in university. She was letting go of control. She had no idea how he would respond. She was placing herself in the hands of Jesus. Of course, he was loving and grace-filled, and compassionate, and engaged her. But for her, coming out of that experience, I was talking to her and she goes, Joel, I get it now. I now get it. I didn't get it before really about forgiveness and grace in Jesus, and about trusting him, and being able to share what goes on in your life. But that experience, even though it had a whole bunch of mystery because you lose control, she now get it. Life has mystery to it. But friends, can I encourage you, be really clear as to what is and is not the mystery. There is mystery in the circumstances of life. We don't know why everything happens the way it happens. But there is no mystery in the nature of God. There is no mystery in his love for you. The cross of Jesus, his resurrection, proves that there is no mystery whatsoever. Sometimes we get the two confused. And when things in life don't make sense, then we begin to wonder if there's mystery in God's love for us, in his nature. And there is not whatsoever. Don't confuse those. But know, as God leads you into an experience in 2022, whatever that experience may be, there will be a mystery to it. It's like an adventure. It may be in your finances. It may be in a relationship. It may be in another area. Let an, the mystery take place. Don't ask God why he's so secretive. And don't require that you be in control. But discover a whole richer dimension of Jesus. This story also teaches us that this experience requires a measure of initiative on our part. We don't just sit back and let God do all the work in bringing us to a place of new reality. We need something new that will contrast the past. Peter had said to God, it's it's against our law. He told the Gentile family, this is against our law. He has to go into the house. At some point, Peter has to make the decision. I'm going to have an act of faith. There are some of you who are watching this broadcast and past hurts have put you in a place where you have made a decision, nobody's going to hurt me again. I will not make myself vulnerable to anybody again. And you have created a hard covering over your heart and you will not let anybody love you or get close to you. And at some point to gain the new reality of God's love and God's church, you're going to have to let somebody love you. You're going to have to share something about your life that will make you vulnerable. This experience isn't just mysterious. It requires our initiative. And in this story, there are two traits to this initiative. One, it's something new. Peter ate with them. He did what he hadn't done before. You've got to do something new rather than just repeat the old years back. One night, I felt like the Lord put it on my heart through a scripture verse. That my family and I were supposed to have a one-month exercise of giving generously to kingdom. And the way we were going to do that was for every dollar we spent on something, we were going to give a dollar away that matched it. So if we spent $300 grocery shopping, then we were going to give $300 away to a food pantry. If we were going to pay our house payment, then we were going to give the same amount away for shelter. It was a really expensive month. We had never done that before. Our whole family did it together. And it was this incredibly glorious family experience that we took the initiative in. Our kids were a part of it. We'd go shopping together to match what God wanted us to give away. At the end of the month, every one of us would have looked at you in a conversation and we'd go, oh, now we get it. It is more blessed to give than receive. We're actually happier giving than we are receiving. At the beginning of the month, we knew the principle. We had heard the principle preached, I had taught the principle, but it was that experience that demanded an initiative on our part to do something new where God gave us a real revelation. What you also have to understand about this experience is just take one step. Peter's first step is this dreamy ass that sets him up. The second step is welcoming the men who are sent by Cornelius. The third step is going there to his house. The fourth step is walking into the house. Step by step, Peter walks into the revelation that God has for him. 2022 can be a year where step by step, you are walking into a revelation that is so rich and is so deep for you. It's what the Bible calls mustard seed faith. Because sometimes we can be overwhelmed. We hear these incredible stories. We go, I could never do that. And then we never have the experience that gives us the revelation. I had a friend come to me. She really struggled with forgiving a family member. And I said, well, you should forgive them. I can't, I can't. I said, I I understand that. I said, could you just pray for them? Just for this week, just pray for them. Yeah, Joel, I could pray for them. She came back a week later. I said, did you pray for them? Yeah. I said, this week, instead of praying fire down from heaven on them, could you pray for their blessing? Because the Bible tells us to pray blessing. Yeah, I could do that. So for the second week, she just prayed blessing in their life. She came back. I said, did you do it? Yeah. Yeah. I said, could you call them? I don't know. I said, could you just make a phone call? You don't have to talk. You can hang up after they answer, but could you just make the phone call? Could you dial the numbers? Yeah, I could do that. When you dial the numbers, could you just say hello and then just see what the Holy Spirit does? She came back the next week and she said, Joel, you know, I prayed for them. Then I prayed blessing for them. Then I made the phone call and I was so set to hang up the phone when they answered. But when they answered, I just said, hi, it's me. She took the initiative, but just one step at a time. And she looked at me and she said, oh, I now get it. I now fully realize, just like Peter had said, that when I forgive, freedom really comes to me. What revelation do you need from the Lord? What new reality does God want to give you? There's an awareness that you have. That God's at work in 2022. Wow, he's going to give me a reality, a new revelation that is so rich, that is so deep, that will set the trajectory of my life for years to come. But with the awareness needs an experience that is a mystery, that takes my initiative. And lastly, you'll see in the story, it includes other people. I pray for you that 2022 will be a year of spiritual friends. These people can be different people. Peter and Cornelius were not the same people. He has different people in his world that he's exposed to, but these different people bring about to him that differences that helps him discover who God is. Jesus is in the habit of putting us together with different people. I'm so grateful for life, a community, a church, where all kinds of different people come together. And if you want this new revelation, this deeper reality of who God is, it is going to require that the experience he leads you in has people as a part of that. The diversity of life through a small group, through friends, whatever that may look. Because that's what Jesus does. When Jesus was gathering his disciples, he picked a man by the name of Simon, who was a zealot. Zealots were revolutionaries. They were terrorists. They wanted to kill the Roman government. Then he picked Matthew, Levi, the tax collector. That was an individual who was actually working with the Roman government. Two people who were completely different. And he said, when we travel, you are going to bunk together in the same room. Why does Jesus do that? He knows we need each other. But he knows we need different people around us. And when we do that, we get this experience. Peter had to go into somebody else's house. Can I ask you a question? Whose house do you need to go into in 2022? And by entering into their house, you're going to discover something of Jesus in such a rich way. Whose house do you need to let somebody in into your house? And by letting them into your life and into your world, you're going to discover such a deeper revelation of Jesus. Friend, hear my words. This new reality It never comes alone. It never comes by taking a journey to a mountaintop and becoming a guru. It comes when you become aware that God's doing something, even though you're not quite sure. And he leads you into an experience that has mystery to it, that has your initiative, and it has people involved in it. And life gives you the best opportunity through all the people that are there in 2022 To truly move your relationship with Jesus to such a greater, deeper level. So that maybe in March, maybe in June, maybe in September, or maybe in every one of those months, you'd ring me up and you'd go, Joel, I now get it. I didn't get it before. This idea of being a new creation, I now get it. This idea of being gifted and God could use me to help somebody, I now get it because of the people at life, because of the experience that I've had. God wants to give you this new reality. And when it happens, this formula of an awareness and an experience, you get it. Let's read it again, Acts 10, verses 34 and 35. Then Peter began to speak. I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism, but accepts from every nation the one who fears him, and does what is right, Peter got a new reality. What is your new reality? For Peter, it was that Jesus was for all people. And it wasn't just a theological reality. It was something deep in his heart because it would change his life. History teaches us that Peter was martyred for his faith in Rome, preaching the gospel to Gentiles. He gave up his life for a people before this experience. He wouldn't even go into their home. What about you? In 2022, what's the revelation that God wants to give you that will change your life forever? What's the insight, the truth, those spiritual virtual reality goggles that when you put them on, you go, wow, I get it. I didn't get it before. I get it now. And my life with Jesus is so much richer. My encounter with the Spirit of God is so much greater. Friends, can I add this? It's so important that the world discover and see Christians who don't just know the principle and just don't know the precept, but who actually have that new reality living in and through their life. When the world sees that, because the world is blind and the world does not need principles. They need people who have the person of Jesus living through them in an amazing way living those principles out in a powerful way, in an authentic way, because they then begin to discover the reality of who Jesus is. And in 2022, together, God wants to give you, me, us, a new reality. I can't tell you what it is, but I do know that God's dream for you in 2022, will be a deeper, more profound revelation of who he is that literally will change the trajectory of your life. Become aware. Let him lead you into an experience or take on whatever experience comes your way. And know that God will use this to bring you to that place Or when I see you soon, and I hope I see you soon, you're going to grab me and go, Joel, I get it now. You know, 2021, I really didn't get it. I only knew the principle, but now I get it. There's a new reality, a deeper revelation waiting for you from God in 2022. Let me pray for you. Lord, I thank you for each person listening to and watching this message. I pray by your spirit, you would impress upon them your desire to be so much more real in their life. Your desire to give them a new revelation, a deeper reality. Give us an awareness by your spirit. Lord, help us to engage with the experience that comes our way, that we wouldn't miss any opportunity to know you more, to experience you deeply. I don't just pray for us individually, Lord. I pray for us as a church. I pray that life would be a place in 2022 where every person has an encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ in a way that just amazes all of us. That we would come to the end of a year and look back and just be in awe at your goodness and that you would receive glory while we are receiving the goodness of a deeper revelation. You would receive the glory through us and through our lives the world, starting with our neighbors, the world would be touched by your gospel. Jesus, we are so grateful that it is your heart's desire to be as close to us as we will allow you to be. Give us a new revelation in 2022. We love you, and we thank you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. We trust that you are encouraged by this powerful message. You always have a place to call home here at Life. And we invite you to join us for our Sunday services at our Melbourne campus. If you're not in Melbourne, then join us for Church Online, wherever you are in the world. Just head to lifeau.org to stay connected and find out more.